let's plug in because it's time for the Music is Win podcast. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome back to the Music is Win podcast. Every Tuesday, dropping some new guitar goodness all over your eardrums and eyeballs. You can watch the Music is Win podcast on YouTube or listen in iTunes, Stitcher, however you get your podcasts. It should be there. I would like to tell you guys just right off the bat, I had some really great feedback on the last episode, so thanks a lot for that. I'm going to continue to work on this podcast and make it a part of the music community that cannot be taken away. Something that is vital to all of our survival. You can't go a week without listening. At least that's my goal. So, thanks a lot for listening or watching. However you like to consume podcasts, I appreciate it. I also want to let you guys know that I'm going to be doing a guitar giveaway this week. So I would stay tuned to my YouTube channel for that. Also, if I were you, I would go follow at Music is Win on Instagram. Something tells me that may be part of this guitar giveaway. It's gonna be awesome, very excited. I love giving things away to you guys because you have given me so much and I do mean that sincerely. Thank you for your support. This week on the Music is Win podcast, we have another guitar hang and it's with the fantastic Dave Wiener. If you've never heard of Dave, where have you been? He is an amazing guitar player, very accomplished musician, both from an improvising perspective and a theory perspective and just a great overall dude. Dave has his own band, which you can find linked in the show notes. He is the founder of Guitopia, which is an online subscription service for guitar lessons. He was probably one of the first YouTube guitar educators, at least I would say since like the early 2000s, he was on there reaping knowledge upon all of us. And oh, by the way, he's played in Steve Vai's band since 99. So he is truly an awesome guitar player and he has a lot of great stuff to tell you about as you'll hear in our conversation. We go from education and what it's like to be a guitar educator and how students should maybe seek out education and what to work on when you're trying to learn guitar and everything from that end of the spectrum to what it is to actually be a musician. What are you trying to accomplish? It's one thing to just learn how to play licks and it's another thing to actually put those licks into a musical context and find your own voice on the guitar, something that I talk about all the time in my own educational content. So we were very telepathically, telekinetically connected, Dave and I, and we also had some epic jams, which you will also hear. I'd like to thank PRS for arranging this whole situation. We filmed this at Experience PRS that happened at the beginning of June, and there are plenty of other guitar hangs that are coming out of this Experience PRS event too, so stay tuned for future episodes of the Music is Wind podcast. So let me just set the scene for you. Bethany and I were staying in a hotel. Uh, it was after the first day of Experience PRS and it was kind of late at night, like 10 o'clock, 10.30, and we were both really hungry and she was just getting ready for bed basically and I was like, I'll run out and grab us some food. And I walked across the street to this place called The Jetty 
uh, which is apparently a very rowdy bar up there in Maryland. And I couldn't get in because there was a $5 cover charge and I had no cash on me. I just had my credit card and debit card. So I went inside to the ATM. They let me go inside to get money out and the ATM wasn't working. So all I wanted to do was order food to go. I didn't even want to hang in the bar, but I couldn't get in and this guy walks up to me and he's like, hey dude. And I'm like, hey, you're Dave Wiener. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, I know who you are too. Let's let's have a beer. Come on. And I was like, I can't. I I'm trying to get money out of the machine. The machine's not working. I can't get in. There's a cover charge. He's like, here's 20 bucks. And I was like, oh cool, Dave Wiener, giving me 20 bucks to get into the bar. Come have a beer. Uh, so that was really really cool of him. And that was the first time I met him, obviously. So immediate brotherhood connection. And well, needless to say, we had. A fun time that evening and this conversation you're about to hear is the next morning at about 10 a.m. So we're both a little groggy but I don't think that hindered any of the conversation. I think it was actually really cool and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, let's hang out with Dave Wiener. It was great to just hang out with you last night. Absolutely, we had a great time. Meet up and thanks for getting me in. <laughs> Dave, by the way, my pleasure. I, I couldn't get into the, the bar because there was a $5 cover charge and I didn't have any cash. And Dave walks up, he's like, dude, I got you. Come on in. <laughs> and here we are at 10 in the morning, the next day. We're experienced PRS and we're experiencing yeah, PRS. Experiencing PRS. What has your experience been so far? Um, <laughs> Strange noises. <laughs> um, PRS experience PRS is always awesome you know it's every time I do this and it's been a few years due to touring but the the whole vibe here at PRS is so familiar you know it's a big it's a very fam family yeah. oriented and you even when you you haven't been for years and then you come back it's so great to see uh, familiar faces and uh, just it's a great hang and meet new people yeah we met last we night are. oh we met already. and here we are <laughs> And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's such a cool thing that they do. I I had to walk entirely through the factory to get to this, this office, room, yeah. and um, it's so cool. It's such a great factory. What they're doing is so cool, and you know now they're doing the tours today. Yep, as part of the experience and people's reaction in their faces to to seeing how everything is. It's just it's they're amazed, and I am too. Every time I come here, I'm like. Ah. It's so it's just such a great place can you tell me like just for anybody who's wondering i mean i know you played with steve Vai. you've done mm -hmm. your own material what mm -hmm. is what is like your uh 10 second resume if you had to explain to somebody sure um i've been playing in vise band since 99 so so we're coming up here on 20 years um i've got solo records out here yep. here at, at experience my fusion band is playing called Visible at Night, okay. and it's great. It's it's very it's a three piece, so there's a lot of room. I use a lot of effects because I like to I like to fill it up with some good texture. Yeah, um, it's very self indulgent because you know it's it's kind of 
um, it's jazz standard format in the sense where you have a head, mm -hmm. you've got a song, but the whole meat of it is just improv. Oh, cool. Um, so we do a lot of soloing, and it's really a lot of fun. And it's it was born because of you know going going and being on tour with Steve, and then my early records were, you know, very orchestrated. Uh huh. And every note has its place, yep. and then you have to memorize that, and you go play it. It's 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 fun, of course. It's a lot more of a recital though than an improv type of situation. I, I started to become enamored with um, improv when I realized, you know, like every day you go and do a show, it could be different, mm -hmm. and I I just really dig that. That's awesome. So that, that's that, that's definitely been a, a big focus of my playing for. Um, you know, the last 15 years of my playing. So I don't know if you know this, but you were kind of like the first YouTube instructor for guitar, <laughs> or at least one of them. All I right. remember watching your videos. Uh, it was just you in your studio mm -hmm. talking. You mentioned it was it was first lick of the Pro week. Probably my basement at the time. Yeah, yeah. Could have riff been of the week. Yeah, riff it was week. riff of the week. Yeah, riff of the week. And then uh, it's gone through different iterations, mm -hmm. which now you have uh, sort of private subscription service that you teach right well it's Gitopia. it's just it's a it's a subscription site it's it's everything that was riff of the week so it's been a it's been a lesson every week since 2005 except for uh a, i think 2000 some some of late 11 into 12 mm -hmm. something like that when when i decided to turn it into a business and then kind of go through and figure out how to format that and do it correctly but so it's almost uh coming up on 600 lessons which are just wow. like the lesson of the week thing, right? Which is you know, and I started doing that because I start I, I uh, was seeing just a giant gap between it, when YouTube started coming out. It was awesome, and it still is, of course. You know, you're you're at the forefront of it. But um, here's a lick, no explanation, yeah. Um, no how and no and no why about it, and that's what I always enjoyed. I want to know. You know, oh, that was a cool lick, but what what's going on? What is, is that Dorian? Is it yeah. minor blues? What what's going on? And then how do I use it? And that's what's missing, even from collegiate level stuff. Oh, yeah. How do I use this? You know, oh, here learn. Here's a whole you know few years of curriculum to gather scales and chords and arpeggios and and, and all sorts of stuff. But um, I have found a severe lacking in the actual application. That's exactly how I felt when I started creating lessons. It's like anybody can plaster these amazing riffs and, mm -hmm. and things, but as far as application, mm -hmm. that whole side of it is, 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 as you know, difficult to convey sometimes mm -hmm. because you don't necessarily know who you're talking to through a screen. Right. So yes. uh, I find that it's really fun to actually create compositions and like apply it to certain, mm. certain situations mm -hmm. musically mm -hmm. and be like, it can work like this or that. I kind of have more of a global answer to that question being um, whatever it is, the theory, mm -hmm. you know, whether I'm teaching a lick that, that's part of some scale or arpeggios, or maybe it's just some, some kind of, you know, chord thing. Like if I'm going to go... Four five minor mm -hmm. type of thing, you know that's a cool vamp. But 
I would explain what those chords are and and talk through the notes and why this is a D minor seven and an A minor seven to a G or G seven because a lot of people kind of have the gist of it but but just filling in those little details that quickly you know it's a D and a C and an F and then an A a G and a C and an E up here and and a G and a B and a D and that's what and an F and that's what makes it dominant and and over that you're gonna play. Dorian and going into that again we're not getting into a lesson here but sure. but it's just about presenting I will play something up front and then talk through it note for note because I just like uh, when I'm having something explained to me I, I don't like any stone left unturned sure. I want to know every little thing that's happening um, just so I have the understanding and then I can do whatever I want with it so then we'll talk about that and, and then every lesson on Gatopia comes with a jam track mm. uh, because again if you you can learn something you all you want you know we can sit here and read about guitars all we want doesn't mean we know how to play no yep. you know or, or any any topic so um, putting it into an application is, is that's that has to happen in my opinion sure um, so every every lesson will have a jam track to go with it and then we will take whatever we learned and if it's a lick, start practicing it verbatim, just in a repetitive way. Because it's just about, you know, you want to get good at guitar, you want to get good at anything, it's reps. You just put the reps in, and that's it. You have to build, you know, get the conceptual understanding and then make uh, the muscle memory happen. So what kind of uh, guitar player are you? Are you somebody who sits down and just starts playing? Do you have a warm-up routine? Um, do you have a maintenance routine? What would you say? Well, I do, I do have uh, what I would call daily maintenance. Uh, a warm-up technique, uh -huh. you know, a anything. But um, at this point, I've been playing for uh, 31 years, and 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 at this point, that's all wrapped up into improv. Yeah. Because that's the end goal, and I think a lot of players forget, and teachers don't really know how to explain, or or, or remind the student that what what are you doing here? Like, what's your pur your purpose? Sure. Is it to gather all of the information? Uh, along the road, sure, you know, more creative options come from mm -hmm. more technique, more theory. Uh, but that's not it, you know. Again, I, I always say it's like going to Home Depot and you just buy one of everything. You spend a lot of time <laughs> and money, but do you know how to build anything, you know? Mm -hmm. um, are you using it? Are you using the hammer and the nail to build something? Just do something with it. So. Um, I, I again in my lessons after we teach something then I'll put the jam track on and we just practice it verbatim and then that's not I can't stop there mm -hmm. we still really haven't learned how to use it we're just practicing it and we're practicing it in context which is fantastic um, not over a metronome I, I'm not I'm, I'm not a huge fan of metronomes why not just do that over a jam track because right. the jam track is the metronome Same and, movie, and, yeah. and you can have technology that slows the jam track down if you need to um, but I'm also a big advocate for not doing that and just uh -huh. using a, a slower subdivision right. instead because you're not going to get on stage and say, hey, everybody, wait, 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 let's slow this down. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, I don't know, I've seen it done, but, but you know, it, just because something is, is really fast doesn't mean you have to play fast. You can play whole notes if you want. Yeah. Um, so then we get into, in the lessons, there's virtual trading because uh, usage has to be exemplified. You know, if I'm going to play this lick for you, and we're going to sit there and we're going to practice it, great. Because mm -hmm. um, that's also much more fun to do with a, a practice partner sure. or, or a virtual practice partner, in my case, uh, being on the other side of the camera. But then I say, all right, well, why don't we take, I'll say, why don't we just take this? 
I'm doing is just taking that little arpeggio mm -hmm. and we're not playing the whole lick. We're just gonna take that one little morsel of it and use that for fuel for our improv. And a lot of people like right there, they're, you know, the light bulb goes off because you don't have to uh, employ a full learn and memorize and work on and then employ a full lick, yeah. you know. Take from it what you will and, and understand how to just take a little morsel of it and let that fuel and then go to the next one. And, and, and again, the simple stuff, um, but then start going down the list of technical approaches that you could do just with like a, a C and a D. Mm -hmm. And the byproduct of that is fantastic and it's win-win because another thing that a lot of players have a hard time grasping is um, you know, just improv, soloing in general, they're constantly thinking about what should I be doing next. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're not in that moment and, and therefore they kind of start moving all over the fretboard um, and, and, and the thoughts, they all might be nice lines that they're playing but they start to come, become disjointed. Sure. There's a lack There's of not organization. A story happening right, exactly. And, that, and, and the listener kind of, it, it's hard for them to hold on to that as well. Mm -hmm. So the key word is repetition, you know? Mm -hmm. Take a little piece of a lick and just, you know, the listener needs the repetition for us. We don't have to think about what's coming next. Sure. And, um, and it's win-win, it's a really great thing. trying to exemplify what we were talking about just trying to do a lot of repetition it's easy to want to take off you sure. know <clears throat> but I'm, I'm you know just... it doesn't have to be exact repetition but but uh, creating a theme you know creating that mood motif for sure you know, they it's wanna, almost they harder wanna... to play less notes sometimes I find I agree yeah you know like actually stopping in your phrase, it's like, well, I have to keep going because I'm improvising. I can't yeah. let there be any space when sometimes space is actually the most necessary. meaningful part yeah. of the phrase. Exactly. Just stop playing every once in a while <laughs> because, you know, again, you get, just have to think of, think of yourself uh, listening. You, you want to pause. You want to break every once in a while. So, yeah, uh, it's okay to go. <laughs> you know, and just just let it's it breathe a little bit. Lap. It's you know? actually like really comforting. Yeah, and it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, yes. Take um, take your hand off the guitar if if need be. Yeah, you know, and, and again, repetition, stopping, uh, not moving. These are things like you know because because novice improvisers and players in general they watch pro players and they see all this movement. Sure. But the pro player is doing that with with organization. They're telling that story. Yeah. 
So they want to mimic that, but they're not sure how to do it yet. They just think, oh, a lot of notes and movement. Yeah, why isn't it working? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Dave Wiener. He is such a cool dude. And, well, I gotta say, it's really cool making these new friends that uh, are rock stars. <laughs> so I just can't wait to continue with the Music is Win podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Remember to subscribe in iTunes if you like to listen to podcasts, or of course, subscribe here on YouTube. And I will be back next Tuesday with another episode. But until then, keep shredding.